What's up everyone, I'm Aaron and your host of Tales from the Reddit, where you get your daily dose of Reddit stories. This episode brought to you by Pro Revenge. Keeping me up at night with your parties? Well, enjoy being shamed on the national news. So back in September of 2020, the apartment next to mine was rented out to two young women, both students. Now after they settled in for a bit, turns out they liked to party. Which wouldn't be much of a big deal, except in Belgium, it was full down lockdown at this point due to COVID. And you were supposed to only have one fixed visitor over. Oh, to be young again. So I didn't really care. But during this time, I was working in healthcare. Now, during this time, I was working with the mentally disabled, but I volunteered for the ad hoc COVID team, meaning I got called upon to tend to those residents who were sick and needed quarantining or were effectively diagnosed with COVID. Now, this meant pretty long working hours, and I spent about 10 to 12 hours a day at work, with a full hour bike ride to and from work. Needless to say, I was pretty tired pretty much all the time, so I wasn't looking forward to the noise from a party, but I'm still pretty chill and know that living in the city, some noise is to be expected. So there they are having their party, and I can stand some noise and music, but this party was friggin' wild. People full-on shouting in the hallway, wrecking things, breaking stuff. At about four in the morning, I introduced myself to the neighbors and asked them when they could expect their company, 20-plus people, to leave. I also asked if they could refrain from having a party the next day, as I have to work and get up at 6 every day. So they promised that they would keep it down the rest of the night. Big surprise, they didn't. And that they wouldn't have a party the next day. Plot twist. They had another party. And then they did another one the next day too. At this point, I had been going on three full nights without sleep and was nearing neurosis. Now, every night that it happened, I talked to the girls, and every night they would be full of apologies and stuff, but big surprise, nothing changed. Now, I felt terrible when I had to enter their place because it would be absolutely packed with people, and I work with some uh, very vulnerable people at work, who I wouldn't want to spread COVID to. This was also pre-tests, pre-vaccines, pre-pretty much of the knowledge we now have about COVID. Luckily, the weekend came and they went to their parents and I could recover some... only for the weekend, though. Suffice to say, I was really not a big fan of my new neighbors. 
During the next few weeks, they refrained from big parties, but they would have a constant flood of people coming over during the night. And by constant, I mean constant. Like their bell would ring up to 70 times a night and people would be always coming or going. And those people would be drunk and loud. Now to give you an idea, our communal hallway is pretty much an echo chamber because it's all stone and any noise will travel throughout the whole building. Basically, I couldn't really sleep at night. It drove me crazy. I could only really sleep Friday through Sunday because then they would go after their parents or wherever. I couldn't grasp how they could know this many people that would also always be coming and going. During one night, while knocking on their door to complain about the noise, I encountered my upstairs neighbor. We decided that we'd have to join forces to get this to stop. I also found out later, he's on Reddit. Hi! My neighbor, he gave me some important information. The reason there were people coming and going all the time was because those girls, they were using their apartment as a makeshift bar and hangout. Now, it's important to note that during this time, Bars were closed due to COVID, and all the students who were using the big apartment basically to hang out. Moreover, across the street was another frat house with five boys living there, and that was another secret hangout. So people would be hanging out at those two places and across the street if they wanted a different atmosphere, or they wanted to see their other friends. And the boys from across the street would also come over like up to 15 times a night. Most visitors seem to be law students or affiliated with them. Basically, our communal hallway was just a big part of their cafe space now. So we tried talking to the girls. And then we started to try talking to the visitors. None of them had any sympathy for us when we were asking them to be quiet at four in the morning. Most of them just laughed at us, as we were the pesky neighbors, no doubt. Even more of them were just so wasted that they didn't even know what they were doing. So, we started calling the police, dozens of times. Most of the times, they weren't let in, and the police told us that they couldn't do anything. We kept calling, as we wanted a record of our calls in the system. Belgium was still in full lockdown at this point, and what they were doing was full-on illegal. Even so, police told us their hands were tied if they wouldn't open the door. When the police couldn't help, I turned to the next best thing. I'm a social worker, and so I have some no problems looking up information and calling around to look for help. This is what I did. Most places I called, student unions, police, town hall, they were all understanding, but couldn't really do much. Now, my upstairs neighbor, he had a good suggestion. 
and I contacted one of the girls, Dean. I shot him a nice email about sorry to have to bother him and taking up his time, but I had this big group of students from his faculty ganging up every night, and maybe he wanted to know about it since they were breaking every possible COVID rule that existed at the time. Especially since me and my neighbor were about to go to the papers with this story, as secret lockdown parties were becoming a thing in the papers at this point. Now, this dean called me back right away, and we had a nice talk about our problems. He told me he was on it. So basically what he did was call the law student girl and her parents. Big drama ensued, and we finally got to sit down with the girls, and they finally sounded like they were sorry. Tears were shed, but honestly, I had no patience for it to be honest. We learned that the police had actually been inside a few times, and they were issued tickets for having secret parties. Those tickets were about 300 euros a pop, so no idea why they didn't just stop. We learned that they weren't happy because the dean had called them up at 11 o'clock in the morning, and they were still asleep. To which I said, well, there is your problem. You're still asleep at 11 a.m. I'm up at 6 every day, and you girls haven't been a bit understanding about that. So we got to feel a bit like we got our revenge, and we got to vent, but we kept it kind of nice, and we parted in good terms, hoping this would be it, and we could live together as nice neighbors. But if that were the case... I wouldn't be here, right? You'd think they would have gotten the point now and would refrain from making noise and partying? Well, as you guessed, you'd be wrong. Now all they did was basically they moved over to the frat house across the street and started partying there. There were slightly less people running to and fro, but the noise was still a problem and we were now in the middle of second COVID wave and these people were meeting up with big groups like crazy. Well, I hadn't seen a soul in almost a year. Never mind the people at my work who were forbidden from even going to their own family. The whole thing was just ridiculous. My upstairs neighbor happened to film such a party across the street and sent the clip to me. We were thinking about going to the press with our story, but we weren't really sure if it would be a good idea. Now, it got some comments and some upvotes, and seemed like most people were also sick of people disregarding the rules and having secret parties. Now, after some talks with the upstairs neighbor, we decided to contact the press and simultaneously go up a step in the university hierarchy and contact the vice rector that had the power to start a disciplinary case against the students. This person is one of 12 vice rectors for a campus total of 15,000 students, so quite high up. Things moved fast. 
local news actually picked up on our story from Reddit and contacted me and we gave some background info. They confirmed with the police that the cops had been dozens of times to our address and across the street and weren't let in most of the time. We mentioned that the university was involved and that we hoped they would finally intervene. The next day, the piece was on their website. Now, it went viral and got promoted to sites of the most national newspapers. Its headline was sensational enough, mentioning dozens of times police had showed up and also mentioning how healthcare workers were being kept up by selfish students. At the same time, the vice rector contacted us to take our statements, which we already had prepared on paper, and informed us that they would investigate and could possible start up disciplinary actions. At the same time, more reporters were contacting me throughout the day and we made sure to mention to her and link the university printed articles. The next day, while at work, I got a message from the upstairs neighbor that a film crew from the National News was on our doorstep. He declined to talk to them, but they made a segment anyway. And sure enough, that night at 7, here was my street, and a short section about cops standing in front of a closed door a dozen times, and the local press cop talking about the troubles of closed doors. The best part about it was that a student from the fending frat house across the street had let the film crew in, and said on camera exactly what they were accusing them of towards the university that they had been having parties and didn't let the cops in and that they had done it multiple times no idea what made him think that was a good idea now this story's getting pretty long so don't want to make a long story even longer the press had died down sometime later and the disciplinary action from the university went through. Before the hearing, we sat down with the girls from our block and cleared some things up. We wanted to live like normal people, together, and we tried to make some amends. Now, because we put in a kind word for them, they got the lighter end of the stick, 40 hours of community service, and some probation. The guys across the street got 80 hours each, and each had to write us a letter of apology which I thoroughly enjoyed reading every time I got one. Sad part is most of them just sounded like dumb young kids but that was after getting called out on the news and being part of a disciplinary action but we never wanted to escalate things this far. Some noise is to be expected when living in the same building and we were never going to go to these extremes for some expected noises. But these people went to the extremes. So we were forced to do the same. Now, for the rest of the year, a simple message on WhatsApp was enough to silence any noises we had coming from their apartment. 
if anything, I hope they learned that even very polite and chill people can be very upset when presented with sleep deprivation and excessive noise.